would you do with a brain if you had one? So anyway, they had to take the top of my head off a couple times, <laughs> see if I had a brain. With the thoughts you'd be thinking you could be another Lincoln if you only had a brain. We have a president, we have a vice president, Worldwide. I know that's really old news for all of you out there, but the public is now understanding it. That's the beginning of the end for the whole globalist operation. You are right that that has been the democratic strategy for 30 years, maybe, uh, and it has failed to deliver for the people we care about most, the undocumented Americans that are in this country. Biden has now come out and said that he wants to legalize all the illegals on a fast track to vote, even if they're not even citizens. Now, the Democrat cities have already passed laws, have vote in local elections, which are held on the same ballot as the federal and state elections. So we've known this has been going on for decades and getting worse and worse. And they're giving out driver's license in over 20 states to illegal aliens so they can vote. So there's massive layers of welfare fraud here, ladies and gentlemen. Noting this is only one part of much broader UN hemisphere-wide vision that aims to spend $1.59 billion assisting about 3 million people in 17 countries who emigrated from home nations. And keep in mind, that's just their budget for the coming year. That's just their budget for the coming year. And, and welfare is always dangerous because it domesticates people and it grows the size of the state. But if we're going to have it, should it be 93-year-old war heroes or should it be legal aliens? It was very disgraceful what they did to the people in island shores that are beating up police then getting out with no bail, no bond, and flipping off the news cameras. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh, even in mainline Democrat skewed polls where they canvas 15% more Democrats, they bake that in that Democrats the dominant party, though they're not, they're the dying party. Despite that, Trump has 20 point lead. And in battleground states, five to 10 points. I mean, this is full panic mode. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. I would dance and be merry, life would be a ding a dairy if I only had a brain. Thank you, everyone. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. Joe Biden retained sensitive classified documents after he left the vice presidency. Marked the, classified? Or? Yes. Marked classified, highest levels, top secret SCI. They related to our international affairs, to war plans, to foreign relations. He knew it. He knew it. He's on tape after he's out of the vice presidency saying to his autobiographer, the classified documents are in the basement. I remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, 
wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented. I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from my lady. If we embrace this good news and how this good news has come to us, we will defeat their entire new world order. And it's very simple, but it's a decision we have to make. Canada halts euthanasia, that's the state killing people, for the mentally ill, citing lack of doctors willing to participate. What happens if we just don't participate in nuclear war? Drag queen, pedophile time. What if we don't just participate in Hollywood anymore? Or Bud Light or any of it? Well, that's that's happening. And we've, we've, we've reached the event horizon, the point of no return, the Rubicon, escape velocity, call it whatever you want. That's the point we've reached. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gate. It's Monday, February 12th, in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We have a lot to talk about today. Yesterday, of course, Super Bowl Sunday, and we'll uh, get into that here in just a second. We got a lot of videos to show you. Of course, like always, the story wasn't the game. It was the propaganda surrounding the game. I think it was Owen Schroyer, 1776, on Twitter, Owen posting yesterday, when I grew up. It, you know, the Super Bowl was about football, and then it became about football with a heavy dose of propaganda. Now it's mostly propaganda with a little bit of football in between. That's honestly how it felt. I'm sure I'm not alone amongst our audience in the Super Bowl being one of the only times I've watched TV for an extended period in a very long time. And let me just say, America is a horrifying freak show <laughs> and everything about it is just it's just disgusting it's just disgusting and awful I, and I part of me is sort of glad that I feel that way and glad that most people that I follow on social media seem to feel that way everybody just sort of just viscerally disgusted at everything that they were seeing on TV yesterday and that means that you're you're like a frog that's able to tell the water is hot means you have avoided being slowly boiled in this cultural morass. 
because most you, you realize most people they they watch what happened like they watched the Super Bowl yesterday. They watch just everybody being a, a tatted up weirdo. They see every just all the all the weirdness and like it doesn't even phase them. It they don't even know what they're seeing is so horrifying and wrong because slowly but surely all these little pieces have been introduced to their lives and they just accept each new horrifying advance in culture as inevitable and unquestionable and not even be remarked upon. But when you're out of it for a while and then you jump into it, it's just like, what is this? There's a video of, I guess a famous clown. I don't know. Who is Ice Spice? Is she a clown? She wears a clown wig. Her hair is a clown hair. What is she a singer? Is she like Bozo, a famous clown? I I don't know, but she's wearing an upside down cross necklace. She's doing satanic hand symbols while Taylor Swift and some other woman drink beer in a very performative way. It's all just terrible. <laughs> like it's like unbelievable it legitimately is legitimately is unbelievable my brother-in-law who we were watching this with was like what is it? who who is this what what are they singing I'm like oh that's the black national anthem and he's like oh right right wait what <laughs> he's just like what are you serious are you are you serious right now he's like so mad it's like dude yeah, you're, you know, he's like a scientist. He's, he's doing engineering constantly. He's not paying attention to pop culture. It's like, no, yeah, this has been around for a while. Yeah, there's a black national anthem. And it's not good. It's not good. Then I guess the white national anthem is Post Malone playing America the Beautiful. That was also kind of weird. Dressed up like a, like a country singer. And again, part of me is like, I don't even want my kids seeing this because it's just everybody like the, everybody's just a freak. Like they're all just freaks. I don't know how else to describe it. And like I, you know, we got we got crew members here tatted up. Cool tattoos. I, I don't really have a problem with tattoos, but it's the face tattoos. It's the creepy teeth that are just metal. It's just it's all just so weird. And part of me is like, I don't even want my kids seeing this. So I don't want him having nightmares about some metal-mouthed, tatted-up weirdo tonight. But the other hand, it's like, I can't walk him down the street either, because that's how it looks in Austin anyway. So we're just surrounded by weirdos and freaks and psychopaths. It's all it's all very weird. And it made me think of the one of the first Super Bowls I remember, probably the first one I really remember. I think I was like 10, maybe 9. And I remember just like watching the Super Bowl with all my, all my bros in elementary school. We were so hyped about the Super Bowl that during halftime, we went out and played football in the street. When we came back in, we'd learned there'd been some sort of wardrobe malfunction. And of course, that was the Justin Timberlake and what's your name? Jackson. And I like, because we didn't see it. I just, I just like, have such a distinct memory. We're at my friend Cameron's house. We were out playing football, came back in, and like a kid or two had stayed in there like, oh, you missed, we saw boobs. <laughs> there were boobs on TV while you guys were outside. We were like, what? What? What do you mean? They're like, yeah, it was a wardrobe malfunction. I remember even at 10, sort of being 
like having this awareness of like, oh, everybody is lying. Because then later you see the video. And I just remember like because I had I didn't see it live. And then afterwards heard like malfunction, wardrobe malfunction. They're saying it was an accident or something happened and she accidentally was exposed. And it's very embarrassing. And then you watch the video and it's Justin Timberlake just very clearly reaching over and ripping the shirt off on purpose in a choreographed way. And I remember just being 10 years old and being like, oh, everybody is lying. <laughs> oh, everybody is pretending like this is an accident, even though it is manifestly obvious to everybody watching that it was on purpose and preplanned and not an accident at all. It's just another, so, you know, not only being 10 and having some sort of vague awareness that this was like a, like a ceremonial thing, like, I, you know, I still not even sure exactly what the, what the purpose of it is, but to get like, you know, all of America, you know, it's just an incredibly valuable cultural moment to, uh, stop and yeah, and there's the ripping off. And I remember, you know, at 10 years old being like, that wasn't an accident. What the hell is everybody talking about? It's like, no, it was, a, it was a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, they're very sorry. Uh, who, who could have known that was going to happen? And it's like, but the she shirt. She just wears tassels around yeah, all the time. Right. Her, she, like, that's the, it was so obvious. The shirt had to be designed to come off like that. He reaches over and takes it off on purpose, obviously. And then she's got like pasties covering her boobs. So. You know, it's just one of those times where it's like, oh, I don't, I don't really get what's going on here, but I get that everybody is agreeing to lie about this. I get that everybody is pretending to have not seen what we all just saw, just uh, more obvious than you can possibly imagine. There's the ripoff, and it's like, oh, oh my gosh. We're like, oh, what a terrible accident that was. It was a wardrobe malfunction. It's, you know, so I just, I wonder, I wonder what formative memories are being formed in the minds of children who are watching whatever it was we saw last night in terms of the, the cultural just cesspit we live in right now. And again, there's, and again, I, you know, God bless her. I literally didn't absolutely no idea not even the slightest inclination to find out who ice spice is or why anybody pays attention to her who the hell knows it's a mystery as far as i'm concerned and i don't want it explained to me but why does she look like a clown why does she have a clown wig on what is that about i wonder <laughs> honestly i don't know but it's all very sad it's all very sad this country we live in, I can only imagine being older than I am. Cause like I said, I mean, one of the first Super Bowls I remember was them ripping the shirt off. And I can only imagine being like my grandparents who grew up. My grandfather played in one of the first televised football games ever when he was at OU and they televised a college football game. He was kicked out in the first like two minutes because he got in a fight with somebody. <laughs> so it's like a story in my family where it's like, yeah, it's like this big deal, a televised football game. The whole family gathering around to watch old JD compete 
one of the first televised football games, and he has to go and get in a fist fight in the first five minutes and get kicked out. But I can only imagine having grown up watching football in the 60s and 70s when it's all just good, wholesome American fun. You sit down to enjoy the Super Bowl like you have for the last 50 years, and it's just whatever we saw yesterday, just endless chaos. Like even, you know, they sing the national anthem. That was kind of nice. People stood. The shot of the guy weeping, that was impactful. That was nice. And then immediately, it's a commercial for like a horror movie. <laughs> my sister, we're at my sister's house, so there's like seven kids running around, all under the age of four. And uh, as soon as it comes on, my sister like sees what's happening and starts like runs to the back of the room and is like, wow, look at me, look at me, look what I'm doing. I'm doing something crazy just to distract the kids because, and all the kids are turning and looking at at my sister and behind them on the TV is just like these these flashes of just like aliens, like grabbing people's faces. And it's just like, why can we not, why can my children not watch the Super Bowl? Why is watching the Super Bowl just means that you're going to be bombarded with nightmarish psychological terrors? It's just what, what is this country? Why does everything suck so hard, so bad? It's everything is just so ugly. The black national anthem. I mean, it's just, it's just bad. It's, Who the hell is Ice Spice? Who the hell is Ice Spice? It's a damn good question, Mr. Trump. But yeah, the black national anthem, it's like, it's all these like, just incredibly fat black women just like, just like doing these weird hand motions and we're all just watching it just like snickering, just like, what is this? Just like, this is, this is bad. I don't know. It's just bad. And then of course, jokingly referring to the the national anthem as the white national anthem. Actually, I said that on Twitter as people are like, why are you playing into the, to the divide and conquer? And it's like, no, I'm highlighting how stupid this is, how utterly ridiculous this whole faux, sincere facsimile of dignity that's going on here, whatever this, this weird, she's in like some, she just looks like a middle schooler wearing her dad's double-breasted coat. Goes down to like her knees. <laughs> I don't know. And they all act so, so soulful. Like, oh, this is such an important, powerful thing. It's like, no, you're just, you're just participating in a d- divide. Yeah, this dude with this weird, like huge gauges in his ears signing along. You know, this is on TV, right? You can just have subtitles. Deaf people can read. So what is the signing about? Just what it, so there's nothing sincere about this. There's nothing dignified about this. There's nothing, it's just, it's a divide and conquer cultural Marxist satanic ritual you're all participating in. So just stop it. Just stop. If we could just stop, that would be nice. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's news, too. By the way, while the Super Bowl is actually happening, there were actually major geopolitical events going on. So we'll get to those today. We won't spend the whole time on uh, the Super Bowl, but we will spend a pretty good amount of time on the 
commercials after all. I mean, it is. It is. It's one of these cultural, very culturally significant events. We used to have a lot of them. We used to have several, right? It used to be like the Grammys and the Oscars and the Super Bowl, and everybody would tune in. It would be something that you talked about for a while. Big cultural moments would happen. Now, just nobody really even cares about the Oscar. It's just like you just see. You know, A-list stars slapping each other later. You know, the next day you see the video of Will Smith slapping the crap out of Chris Rock for insulting his just thoroughly detestable wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, So, you know, nobody really cares about the Oscars anymore. They don't even pretend it's about art or film or culture. It's literally a uh, racial whatever. It's like... This is the best. Every everybody nominated for best actor has to be black. That's the new rule. I was just like, okay, all right. So I guess I'm not watching the Oscars anymore. I guess that's not a culturally significant unifying thing anymore, where all Americans can come together to see glitz and glamour and act like we're in some sort of first world country. No, now it's just fistfights and racism. Wonderful. Good to see. So there's not so many anymore. The Super Bowl is still like the the last remaining cultural event. So it's important. And the commercials are an event as well. And they were awful. And, you know, one of the things we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the, the Jesus washing feet. Commercial, that one, um, oh boy, are we going to spin it? We're going to go frame by frame through that little doozy. Just don't worry about that. But one of the weird things is like all the celebrities in the Super Bowl, they're all like 70 years old. All, all the celebrities that get trotted out is like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like Danny DeVito. You get that this is, this is cultural death, right? Like nobody cares about the young people anymore that's why taylor swift is such a big deal right now she's like the last remaining white pop star that anybody like actually cares about and actually has some semblance of talent so it's just it's just kind of sad seeing all of the the celebrities you're supposed to get all excited about they're all like geriatric they're all so old because for the last 20 years, nothing of cultural significance has come out of Hollywood or the music industry. It's just all trash. It's all remakes. I only watched about half the game, so I didn't even get like half the commercials. But the ones that I did see, you know, they're it's they're remaking uh, now. They're making a, a movie out of Wicked, which is the a Broadway play. So again, you know, it's a remake. A reimagining of an old film, only with the bad guy as the protagonist. Wonderful, great. That's what that's that's what we need. Not not any sort of fairy tale level good and evil, but like everything's gray. We don't we're not sure whether the bad guy's really bad or not. We don't know. Black actress playing the, the titular role, I guess. Uh, so that's great. You know, just harvesting. Movies from a hundred years ago at this point, because we can't come up with anything original. And then you've got like Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which I guess is a prequel to a sequel to a remake of an old movie, right? Planet of the Apes from the sixties or whenever got remade 
and now they're now it's a franchise now it's a now it's a cinematic universe of course so like it's not just not original not original would be okay you're remaking a movie this is a prequel to a sequel to a remake of a movie so that's that's nice just how many layers of facsimile can you uh pound into it so just uh we just witnessed america's cultural death just zombified cultural holdovers from the 70s you know at least at least usher is only like 20 years out of date right doing the halftime show at least it's only 20 years out of date it's not it's not the rolling stones and the beatles we aren't having to go back 50 years to find something people actually enjoy only like 20 or so yeah just everything 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 did you hear usher's halftime performance or uh i didn't i didn't and i frankly couldn't care less and of course the mix they gave to the people watching the broadcast was pretty bad because it had a lot of the the (laughs) mic'd up elements from the stadium oh really yeah it just wasn't um i feel like Previous Super Bowl performances, they've given a better mix to the people watching the broadcast, and it sounded better. This one was pretty tough. Yeah, I I've, I kind of like it in double speed. In double speed, it looks very silly. Wait till we get <laughs> to the part with the roller skates. Oh, no, there were roller skates? I literally could only stand to watch, like, half. And, I mean, literally, it was like... Uh, and I, f- I feel like there were plays that happened during the commercial break. Was that something... That other people noticed where they would like come back from commercial break and the ball would have switched sides. And it's like, well, wait, they were on third down. When we went to commercial break. What happened? <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one that noticed that or if that was I, I mean, maybe I was missed it. But like and I'm not just complaining like there were too many commercials, but it was literally like you would see like a player to a football and then there'd be a whole bunch of commercials again, just watching it with three year olds. You're just like, what do what do these kids even think is going on? Do they have any idea? So it's one thing when it's like, okay, here's a here's a a football game that's you know, and then it, it goes commercial for a few minutes, and we're back in the football game where it's obvious that the football game is the thing that you're supposed to be watching. But in this case, you get like thirty seconds of football, two minutes of commercials, ten more seconds of football, twenty more minutes of commercials. Yeah, what it what is this? Oh Lord, oh my God. <laughs> straight from hell straight from the pits of hell okay all right all right well i guess we're gonna do your daily dispatch on the other side here but they're giving you Lord. they're giving you a, a kind of a preview of where you're gonna be if you don't wash everybody's feet <laughs> oh yeah oh we're we're going to get into the feet washing good lord we're gonna get into the feet washing just one of the most obvious I feel like that commercial makes Jesus out to have like a foot fetish or something. Yeah. Jesus was really in defeat. I mean, look, I'll give him credit. If they wanted people talking about this, people are certainly talking about this. Whatever this is, whatever this message is, and we'll get into what the message actually is. And I see some people with very, very generous interpretations of what we're looking at here. Uh, I, you don't give them the benefit of the doubt. We're going to actually look at what this message is actually conveying. 
who it's actually conveying the message to and what they can possibly mean by saying Jesus didn't teach hate. He, he, Jesus didn't teach hate. He washed feet. He gets us, all of us. Uh, oh, man. I should have ended this uh, segment with the video. Uh, Devin Stack from Blackpilled did a, did a remake, a parody of that. Maybe we'll come in with the parody on the other side. We'll show it to you either way where it's just Christians literally washing the feet of demons because that's the message I got from it. We'll do your daily dispatch on the other side. I'll stop rambling about uh, football enough to get to the actual news about major decisions and major world events, geopolitical goings on that occurred while everybody was distracted during the football. And then we will return to ranting about the Super Bowl. Oh, we definitely will. It was a thrilling night of the American decline and collapse. We all celebrate. What if people got this uh, heated up about, like, humanity being destroyed? Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be crazy? Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it, and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 
Classic shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word. Meet like-minded people and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just... A half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work. Just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We started a little a little late here with the uh, Daily Dispatch. Well, let's get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. Right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 12th of February, 2024. Super Bowl goes down to the wire as MVP Mahomes leads Kansas City to nail-biting overtime win. Super Bowl, was it 58? Lived up to the hype as Kansas City Chiefs pulled off a dramatic 25-22 to overtime win Sunday night to repeat as champions of the National Football League. It was their fourth Super Bowl appearance out of the last... Five and third Super Bowl victory is the first time in two decades that an NFL team repeated as Super Bowl champion. Now, I've seen a lot of stuff about the NFL being rigged. I guess it's the only sport in America other than professional wrestling that's classified as sports entertainment, meaning they don't actually have to provide fair, uh, you know, they, they can actually fake results. And that's like legal, apparently. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, but there's a lot of evidence for it. There's a lot of suspicious activity in just about every uh, NFL game, and this one was no shortage. But of course, the big story were the commercials in the surrounding cultural events, and of course, to Taylor, Taylor Swift, and whatever his name is was yelling at the coach midway through the game just it's all awful and we'll we'll again get into the commercials here in just a second we'll dig into the big uh standout ad spots from that day but while everybody was distracted 
The U.S. Senate advanced a $95 billion aid package to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan in super rare or in rare Super Bowl Sunday vote. There are 10 Republic or 18 Republicans who voted with Democrats in an unusual session held on Super Bowl Sunday. The U.S. Senate voted to move forward a substantial $95 billion aid package that will support Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan with no southern border security provisions. The vote garnered support from rhinos, the final tally of 67-27. The vote came in response to Senator Rand Paul's steadfast refusal to expedite voting on the bill, which he vehemently criticized as rotten and detrimental to national interest. Senator Paul, expressing his staunch opposition, declared he would not allow the bill to pass immediately, emphasizing his concerns over prioritizing foreign aid over domestic issues, saying, quote, this bill sends the message to Americans that their elected officials don't care about them. I've never met any Kentuckian who's says to fix the border of Ukraine before you fix our border. According to The Hill, Schumer offered Republicans a chance to vote on amendments in exchange for expediting the legislative process. By a vote of 67 to 27, the Senate invoked cloture on Murray Substitute Amendment 1388 to H.R. 815, Legislative Vehicle for subs, uh, Supplemental Appropriations. The Senate Press Gallery, Gallery wrote on X, 67 senators voted in favor of war funding, while 27 senators opposed the expenditure, all of whom were Republicans. So, again, just it really is something else when you really thinking about it, think about it like an alien. When you just think about it from a bird's eye view or or in terms of just what's actually going on, it really is just insane that we have a a cabal of old men in Washington, D.C., who just they take it very seriously and they've they get together and they debate and they hold votes and they stick to the prescribed procedure, the parliamentary games they play. And all they're doing is just deciding how to spend other people's money. Like They take it very seriously. Like what they're doing is, you know, very important and for the benefit of the country, like they're the leaders, the government, the leadership helping to guide the ship of state. Like they're literally just a bunch of random dudes who've never created anything standing around and debating how to spend your money on people overseas, how best to massively redistribute your income to their war aims overseas. It's just, just why do we put up with this? I guess is the, is the big question because they'll kill us if we don't is the answer, which really, really puts a puts a cap on what exactly we're talking how exactly we are ruled by a geriatric mafia meanwhile in Houston off-duty cops kill female shooter at Joel Olstein's Lakewood church two others injured a 5-year-old boy was critically wounded police said shots fired during Houston church service it was actually caught on video, police say that the shooter was shot by authorities at Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. A woman opened fire with a long gun inside celebrity pastor Joel Olstein's megachurch in Texas on Sunday afternoon before being shot and killed by off-duty police officers. The armed woman, who was between the ages of 30 and 35, entered the Lakewood Church in Houston just before 2 p.m. local time alongside a five-year-old boy who was critically wounded in the shootout with police. A 57-year-old man who was not believed to be involved in the incident was also shot but in stable condition, according to Houston Police Chief Troy Finner. The suspect was gunned down by two off-duty officers who were working security at the church. She was pronounced dead at the scene, Finner said. The injured hospital, uh, the injured child remains hospitalized in critical condition at a local hospital, according to Finner. When asked if the responding officer shot the child, the police chief told reporters he didn't know, but added, if it was, unfortunately, and that female, the suspect, put that baby in danger, I'm going to put the blame on her her 
going with the Israeli style of hostage negotiation. Kill the hostage. But, you know, just another just another uh, random shooting at a church, which obviously we need means we need more funding um, for anti-Semitism or something. I don't know. All, all, all I know is we cannot portray Christians as being under attack in today's culture. The U.S. defense chief Lloyd Austin has been hospitalized again. So once again, the entirety of our military is in the hands of some deputy. We don't even know who it is. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has been remitted to a hospital, the Pentagon said on Sunday afternoon. Pentagon Press Secretary Major General Pat Ryder gave an update to the defense leader's condition, saying the hospital administration uh, admission had occurred early Sunday afternoon, saying today at approximately 2.20 p.m., Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin was transported by his security detail to Walter Reed National Security Medical Center to be seen for symptoms, suggesting an emergent bladder issue, he said. Okay, so the the head of the American military is wetting himself and being sent to the hospital to figure out what's going on, which is uh, which is nice. He did he did bother to actually tell people this time, so that's nice. It's nice to know he learned his his lesson his lesson, and we're not um, just completely without military leadership while massive military happenings occur across. The world, in this case, uh, yes, once again, Israel is reaching new heights of barbarity and horror. At least 67 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli attacks on Gaza's southernmost city of Rafah as strikes hit houses and mosques. At least 67 people were killed in air raids in the overcrowded city of Rafah, according to statements from the Hamas-run territory's Ministry of Health. The pre-dawn strikes on Monday hit 14 houses and three mosques in different parts of the city in the south of the enclave, the uh, Hamas government reported. The Israeli military said it conducted a series of strikes on terror targets in the area of Shabora in the southern Gaza Strip. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told U.S. broadcaster ABC News that the Rafah operation would continue until Hamas was eliminated, adding he would provide safe passage to civilians wishing to leave, which is interesting because Rafah was, of course, one of the safe zones denoted by Israel as a place to flee to, uh, which is why out of the dozens and dozens of people killed, the vast majority have been women and children. And here we are for almost five months after the uh, attacks of October 7th, and we're seeing the most horrific footage yet. Truly horrifying, beyond description stuff of just, I'm just literally body parts being gathered up, just like people just like putting piles of hands and arms and legs, all of children, uh, just piling them up for collection later. Just beyond horror, just an ongoing genocide, just relentless, horrifying mass murder taking place. And uh, nobody's doing anything to stop it. So it's interesting that, you know, it's like the stop anti-Semitism ad playing while uh, this happens. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. 
Folks, here's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsTore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWarsStore. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, this survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Awesome. Well, we were thinking we want to end off with a little rapid fire. We have a couple names. You say oh. one word about them. 
Go ahead. Which one do you Elon like? Musk. Smart. Joe Biden. Dumb. Kim Jong-un. Interesting. O.J. Simpson. I better not get into it. Kim Kardashian. Disingenuous. Justin Trudeau. Should I help? Extraordinarily liberal. Ice Spice. Who the hell is Ice Spice? <laughs> you know Ice Spice? Like, da, 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 Who the hell is Ice Spice? <laughs> Go ahead, play people, the Millions cards. of people are asking around the world. I like it. Okay, I like God, it. God, I love Donald Trump. I love him so much. Yeah, I'm, I don't feel so bad about not knowing who Ice Spice is. Donald Trump, who the hell is Ice Spice? <laughs> Incredible. So yes, the, the cultural chaos of America was on full display yesterday during the Super Bowl. Strangely enough, probably the advertisement that got the most response that I saw on Twitter was the wokest, if that's how you want to put it, commercial Ironically, strangely, bizarrely, from a Christian group, supposedly, I guess, theoretically, advertising Christianity itself. But that's not really what happened. That's not really what was on display. So we'll go to this commercial. It's the Washing Feet commercial. And uh, in case you missed it, and in case you're a radio listener, we'll go ahead and... uh Describe to you what is happening on screen. If we can play clip number three and just and just be ready to pause it, guys, and we'll we'll pause it on each one of these images and see if we can't describe what exactly we're seeing here. Okay, first we've got uh, some sort of Norman. Hold on, hold on. We go, we got to pause it. We got first we got some sort of Norman Rockwell esque uh, image. These are all still images. In this case, uh, a, a blonde younger guy is washing the feet of an old guy. Okay, while well, the wives sit in the background away from each other. It's a little weird, but okay, moving on. We can go to the next one now. This is uh, a police officer, I guess, washing the feet of a criminal. I guess. I, I guess maybe he's not a criminal. Some, some black guy was hanging out in an alley. I don't know. I don't want to assume he's a criminal, but the, the cop is... Is washing his feet. The cop is on and the both co- knees. Cop is on both knees. Okay, not just kneeling, but on both knees. But that's because he's, well, he's a little chubby. He's a little bit chubby, and uh, he is about to split his pants. Uh, but that's all right. He's so also looks like he took off his combat boots. He also has no boots on. A Hispanic cop. Okay, here we have uh, a, a pretty white uh, sort of prep girl uh, washing the feet of. Uh, a girl with a cropped red hair. So, and this is in a high school of some sort. She's kind of punky, maybe a little goth vibe. Yeah, yeah, a little, little punk, goth, non-Christian vibe going. Unironically into Green Day. <laughs> yes, yes, very unironically into Green Day. Okay, all right, good. Good to see. All right, I'm feeling the spirit already. Okay, here we have a, sort of a white, older, hippie-looking guy uh, washing the feet of a Native American in some sort of Breaking Bad uh, deleted scene. Okay, it's great. It's wonderful. An old truck. Okay, this one is this one's interesting. Here we have a, an older woman in a sweater washing the feet of a young woman outside of a Planned Parenthood family planning, aka abortion clinic. A couple interesting things about this one. <laughs> a couple strange things about this. Uh, the girl is is clearly child coded. 
uh, right? The she's wearing overalls like like babies wear. So that's kind of weird. I guess the insinuation would be this is a this is a minor girl who uh is aborting her baby and she's having her her feet washed behind you see I guess protesters that aren't really protesting they're just sort of holding signs and chatting to one another. Uh the the real you know secret behind this is that uh, this woman in blue, the woman in the blue sweater, she actually that night had her door kicked down by the FBI and she was hauled off under the FACE Act and now faces 10 years in federal prison for uh, blocking the entrance to a uh, family planning clinic. So that's kind of sad, but it's the Christian thing to do, I suppose. Uh, okay, great. That's, that's what we're seeing there. This one, another very strange one, uh, some sort of filthy alcoholic kitchen, uh, some sort of strung out drug addict. Uh, who is like almost being kissed by some redheaded woman. There's a, there's a bizarre kind of sexual energy to this one that I don't find in the other ones. And I also don't understand, but okay. She's washing her feet. Uh, okay. In this one, we've got a, what I guess is an oil worker in an oil field washing the feet of the dumbass liberal who's protesting his means of making a living. Okay, so she's sitting on a rusted out barrel with the, her her stop oil sign in the background. Okay, here we have uh, a woman who I guess lives in this previously nice neighborhood washing the feet of uh, the the filthy grime covered migrant who is just getting off of a bus from Chicago with her bag of trash. There's a trash bag that I guess she's brought along with her. <laughs> in this case, see, this is supposed to represent. Migrants, but what you see here is that the majority of the people in the image are uh, children and women, which means these are not uh, actual migrants that we're used to. It, it would be a little bit different if it was the suburban housewife uh, washing the feet of the MS-13 gang member who has arrived in uh, Chicago to get welfare. But um, by the way, that trash bag is stuffed full of fentanyl. It, yeah, I mean it's full of something. I guess the insinuation is that. Like they're just so poor, they don't ha they don't have luggage, so they're using trash. Or she's literally just taking trash around with her. I don't know, but again, a, a sort of mixed messages here as uh, the migrants are depicted having brought literal trash along with them. Wonderful. Okay, here we have uh, a woman washing the feet of her Muslim neighbors. So you've got uh, a Muslim woman under the close supervision of her husband. Uh, while the the white husband is, is like drinking a beer and looking suspiciously on, he's the bad guy. Obviously, is it an apple? What's an? Oh, he's holding an apple. Oh, he's holding an apple with a bite out. Okay, ah, some real real spiritual uh, symbolism going on here. Okay, so washing the feet of Muslims, wonderful. Okay, here we have a, a black activist washing the feet of a Hispanic. Activists, uh, they're holding signs. There's some sort of raucous uh, debate between the minority groups. Uh, one of them is so the black guy on the left is, I guess, the right wing Nazi. He has a sign that says "No censorship." Is that what that says? So obviously, he is the the hate filled bigot that just wants to insult Jews online and, and doesn't want censorship. Uh, while somebody else on the other side has a sign that says "Shut him up." So they're obviously the good guys. Okay. All right. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Can move on to the next. Okay, this one's very weird because there's no feet washing going on. It is instead some sort of uh, 
some sort of like uh, you know, like Colonial Williamsburg style uh, theme park where they've dressed up like it's uh, post Civil War front porch diner thing, and it's an elderly black man and an elderly white man, both of their feet in a tub, and the the black man is comforting the white man. It'll be okay, sir. Don't worry. It'll all be over soon. <laughs> So, okay, great. All right. Wonderful. This is, I'm feeling so Christian. Now, here's, here's the good, here's the best one, I think. This is the best one. Uh, a flaming homosexual black man in cutoff overalls is having his shaved and waxed legs washed by a filthy priest who's covering himself as much in water as, as the person he's washing. Uh, this uh, black man, I suppose, has just stopped roller skating. And uh, has stopped to have his feet washed by the priest. So this is uh, this is the, the Christian propaganda. And I think there's one. Is there one more image, or that might be the final one? And then we close out with the uh, statement: Jesus didn't teach hate. Okay, he washed feet, and that is a message from uh, He gets us all of us. He gets us. I think is the name of the group that uh, put this out. Jesus didn't teach hate. So the most we'll start we'll start here with the most generous interpretation of what we just saw there. I theoretically, I think what they were going for is you've got okay, so in each one of those images, I suppose we're supposed to see one of them as Christian and one of them is not Christian. The Christian one is washing feet, showing how Christians uh love everybody. But here's the thing. That's not what washing feet is about. Washing feet is not an act of love. It's an act of debasement. And that's what the story from the Bible was about. It was the inversion. It was the shocking idea that the master would wash the feet of the slave. Uh, so what we're seeing there was not, it's not an act of love. It's an act of, of debasement and um, inferiority. So we'll get into what this message is actually saying and who the message is actually for on the other side. Stay with us. Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, this full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD, like Rebel Zen, has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best 
long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Again, we will get into some of the geopolitical, political stuff, the war bill that was passed on Super Bowl Sunday, $95 billion for ongoing conflicts that have nothing to do with us and benefit everybody except for the American people. We'll also talk about the just horrific massacre carried out by Israel against the formerly safe zone of Rafah, killing dozens, some reports upwards of uh, 100 women and children in their diabolical drive to eradicate the um, Palestinian people. We'll get into all of that stuff, but we're focusing on the cultural deal of the Super Bowl right now. Uh, in, in particular, a commercial from a group called He Gets Us, which is a Christian nonprofit from uh, Kansas funded in part by the owner of Hobby Lobby. Now, the response to this has been very vocal, and there's an interesting dichotomy going on here. We have a response on Twitter from, I just, I, I like this as an example because you've got, on one hand, Matt Walsh, and on the other hand, Michael Knowles. Both of these guys are Daily Wire show hosts. Very similar uh, audience, obviously. Matt Walsh's following is about twice as much as Michael Knowles uh, in terms of Twitter followers, but uh, similar size, million-plus followers, very sort of, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, like just just outside of mainstream, but really pretty much mainstream at this point. Daily Wire is fairly mainstream. And you've got two responses from them to this commercial, and... So you have Matt Walsh with a negative interpretation and Michael Knowles with a positive interpretation. Matt Walsh says this organization has millions of dollars to spend on Super Bowl ads, pushing heretical BS to mass audience. Who are their funders? Where are they getting the money for this? Right. So very suspicious, very negative, calling it heretical. Uh, this post by Matt Walsh had 12,000 likes at the time. I think that's just about doubled since last night. But 12,000 versus Michael Knowles. Who says, I'm the only, am I the only conservative Christian who totally didn't hate the He Gets Us ad? Yes, it speaks woke ease, but it's not for us, it's for secular libs. There's a risk it leads to heretical complacency, but if it gets some lost lib to even consider our Lord, I'm not totally opposed. This posted at a similar time as the Matt Walsh one has only 1.1 thousand likes. So about, about 10 times, or at this point, I think it's about 20 times as many people 
liking the more hardcore negative response from Michael Knoll or from uh, Matt Walsh than the understanding generous interpretation from Michael Knowles. So just an interesting dichotomy, an interesting signal as to how actual Christians feel in this country. We are sick of weak, complacent, subservient Christianity. And this is the thing about the commercial that's my main take when I think it gets to the heart of why so many people see this. And and it's true, you can't quite put your finger because it's like, you know, we're watching this with our kids. And at the time, I'm like, this is propaganda. But then, you know, it's it's the reason why the commercial sort of works or why it's a, a good psychological thing for them to do is it's like, you know, I'm not going to tell my kid like, no, you shouldn't, you should not wash people's feet. They should wash your feet. Like, yeah, it's a good message. You should want to serve your neighbor. So like ostensibly it's not that bad of a thing. So why do people feel weird about it? And one of the reasons I think is because it's first of all, a message for Christians. This commercial was, targeted for christians it was they were telling christians not to hate people they weren't telling other people about christianity they weren't saying come on over the water's fine you'll be happy here it was a message to christians to stop hate which i guess means the cops should debase themselves to the criminals and if you give the cop instead arrest the criminal he hates them Uh, but the real big takeaway is this was not an inversion this was a depiction because in the in the modern age, Christians are constantly being crushed by the secular left. We'll be right back. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. So, again, we are going through this this Jesus-washing-feet ad with a fine-tooth comb, trying to figure out what exactly it's saying, why it's causing such a, a division, and what it represents culturally as, as to what's going on in America with Christianity and the, and the secular left. So, again, it all rings a bit hollow when the idea behind feet washing is that, and it's in particular, the stories from the Bible of Jesus washing his disciples' feet, he didn't wash the feet of the tax collectors. He didn't wash the feet of Mary Magdalene. In fact, the other big story from the New Testament of feet washing is Mary Magdalene washing Jesus' feet with her own hair. 
and and weeping as she as she prostrates herself against uh, at at Jesus's feet in asking for forgiveness for Jesus, and that that lesson alone is really more about Jesus saying it's more important to sincerely desire to do good and sincerely desire forgiveness rather than the ritualistic purification that Jews were used to at the time, right? Because the Pharisee is like, you realize she's an unclean woman that's touching you right now. She hasn't done the ceremony where she kills an animal, so she's unclean. And Jesus is like, no, that doesn't matter anymore. I'm here now. I forgive her. And it's the Pharisee like, what? (laughs) What do you mean you forgive her? She has to kill the chicken. And uh, Jesus is like, no, no, it's different now. But that's not what they're talking about. They're talking about Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. And this is an inversion of the master-slave, master-follower relationship, which is why in the actual event, his his disciples are so shocked at this. And it is sort of a sort of a shocking thing. It also doesn't make as much sense because washing feet at the time was because people were either barefoot or wore sandals and their feet would get dirty. It's weird in this commercial where it's like people are wearing shoes and they're taking their shoes off to have their feet washed, uh, which makes it a fully just symbolic act, not with no um, semblance of, of utility. But let's actually read the verse from the Bible that this is referencing. Uh, I don't actually have which book it's in. I think it's, I, th- I think it's John chapter, uh, chapter 13, but Jesus is wash- Jesus washes his disciples feet. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the, the father, having loved his own who were in the world and loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the father had put all things under his power and he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began washing and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter said, not just my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you for he knew who was going to betray him and that was why he said not everyone was clean which is interesting to me because he hasn't actually betrayed him yet but he will so it's the intention to do bad that is uh makes you unclean but anyway it says when he had finished washing their feet he put on his clothes and returned to his place do you understand what i have done for you he asked them you call me teacher and lord and rightfully so for that is what i am now that i your lord and teacher have washed your feet you should also wash one another's feet i have set you an example that you should do as i have done for you truly uh, very truly i tell you no servant is greater than his master nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him now that you know these things you will be blessed if you do them so again the takeaway here is that this was a Inversion. This was it was shocking to the to the disciples because they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're the la- you're the Lord, you're the leader, you're the teacher. You aren't supposed to wash our feet. We're supposed to wash yours. And he's saying, no, this is an inversion. I'm willingly subjecting, you know, becoming a subject of you for this symbolic moment. See, that kind of rings hollow when you've got American Christians washing the feet of 
LGBT activists or washing the feet of minorities in this country or, or cops washing the feet of of uh, criminals because in modern America, it's pretty obvious who has the upper hand, who walks all over the other, right? Christians in this country are continuously beaten down by their secular counterparts. So this isn't as much an inversion as just a display of debasement of Christians at literally at the feet of people who despise them. So I think they're missing the point here a little bit. And the other, you know, takeaway from this is that the message of this commercial is directed at Christians. Again, theoretically, what this would be would be like a message to the non-Christians, a message to the LGBT activists, a message to the uh, abortion havers that basically you don't need to be scared of Christians. See, Christians are nice. We'll wash your feet. And the idea that I guess this would get through to the to the non-Christians that they would be like, oh, okay, Christians are 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 pathetic and and will serve me so i guess i should look into what their religion is like this doesn't make any sense you're saying this doesn't make any sense so when michael knowles is like hey if this gets one liberal to you know actually consider jesus then that's good and it's like well okay if that was the mission there's like 10 million other ways 10 million other commercials they could make that might actually get through to people might actually make them think hey gee my life is kind of miserable. I am constantly, you know, doing drugs and, and having promiscuous sex. I'm doing all these things that are, that are not good for me. Maybe I should try Christianity. Maybe they have a way out of this cycle of misery and, and desperation. So just to say like, well, it could potentially, maybe somebody could be changed by this. Like, that's not a good excuse at all. And clearly the message is to Christians. It says Jesus didn't preach hate. So I guess the in, insinuation is that if you don't debase yourself to the Muslims, if you don't debase yourself to the criminals and the people having abortions and and political activists who want the government to make your job illegal, uh, you hate them. You must hate them, I guess. Which is stupid that's stupid to oppose something doesn't mean you hate the person doing the thing that seems like a pretty basic christian understanding to me you don't have to hate the the young woman having an abortion but you should probably hate the abortion you don't have to hate the criminal as a human being with a soul but you should probably hate the crime that targets and, and victimizes innocent people. You're not supposed to love that, right? The cops aren't supposed to serve the criminals. This is an inversion of reality. It's an inversion of, uh, of the Christian culture that we have. And again, it's, it's Jesus didn't teach hate, which again, I guess is, is supposed to be a message to the people that think Christianity does teach hate. But that seems to reinforce that message. It seems like it's a message to Christians saying, hey, you need to stop hating everyone. To which the liberal would say, yeah, you do, Christians, you hateful Christians. That's the thing. So when Michael Knowles is like, this will, this might convince a liberal to think about Jesus. And it's like, why should they? The message to the liberals is Christians should be washing your feet. 
it's you're not doing anything wrong. It's Christians who are wrong for hating you, even though we don't we don't hate leftists, we don't hate illegal immigrants. We hate violating laws. We hate taking advantage of good people by the the exploitative nature of of immigration or crime. And it costs millions of dollars to to put this message out. So again, it reinforces the idea that Christians are somehow hateful for not capitulating or or debasing themselves before people who hate them. And the message to liberals is Christians should be washing your feet. Why would a Christian have to change? The message to them is you're good. Keep doing what you're doing. It's us Christians that need to serve you. That's the message they got. That's the message they took away from that. Pathetic and inverted. Again, just sort of satanic in a lot of ways. And again, it just, it rings hollow in a culture where Christians don't have the upper hand. It's not our religion that's taught in elementary schools. It's the gay religion. It's the rainbow flag religion. It's not, you know, you don't have uh, anti-Christian protesters being thrown into prison for 10 years. It's the Christian protesters who protest abortion clinics who have their door kicked down and a gun pointed at their children as they're hauled into federal prison for a decade. So, again, this is what rings hollow. It would be one thing if it was like, hey, hey, Christians, let's chill out a little bit. We we should be serving our neighbors rather than oppressing them. But the Christians are the ones being oppressed in this country. The Christians are the ones who are having their religion targeted I mean, it's, I mean, not just America, in the UK, there's a woman who was arrested for silently praying outside of an abortion clinic. It's the, the migrants who are getting the benefits and who are, you know, it's the, it's the American veterans who are being kicked out of their home to allow migrants in. So this isn't an inversion of the master follower, master slave relationship. It's an expression of it. It's, Debasing. And the other thing is, like, like nobody wants their feet washed. No, Nobody wants that. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. So it's not like the left is washing this. Be like, they'll wash my feet. It's like nobody wash. If you do like somebody washing your feet, it's because you have some sort of sick power fantasy you're playing out. Or if you're like, yeah, wash my feet, Christian. It's like, ugh. You don't want those people. We don't want those people to to enjoy this commercial. It's all very odd and and uh, wrong and bad. And most people recognize this. I mean, the response on Twitter has been hugely negative to this ad. And again, the message is strange because obviously it's not going to convert anybody. It is a message to people who are already Christian telling them to debase themselves at the feet of sinners. That's what that message was. That's what came across to me and came across to most people, I think. But it's got 3.1 million views. Let's look at the numbers now. Uh, on, on Twitter, at he gets us, says, Jesus washed the feet of friends and enemies. Uh, kinda. Kinda. He washed the feet of his servants, again, as an inversion of the master-servant relationship. And one of those servants was about to betray him, and he knew that. But he still washed his feet. So I guess you could say he washed the feet of his enemies. But he didn't wash the feet of Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene washed his feet. 
He didn't wash the feet of the tax collector. He converted them, and they abandoned their tax collection to follow Jesus. He didn't wash the feet of the bankers. He flipped over their table and drove them out with a whip. So I think you're missing the point of Jesus in a very huge way here. He gets us. So it's got uh, 1.8 thousand likes. So 3.1 million views, less than 2,000 likes. Not a popular ad. Okay? Obviously not popular with the non-Christians who would have just seen this as funny probably. And also there's the racial thing. I mean, it's not, it's not completely, I saw everybody like, oh, so all the people washing feet are the white people washing the feet of the non-white people, which it isn't that there's a, one of them was a black woman washing the feet of a Hispanic woman or something. But in general, it is reinforcing the cultural, uh, understanding that we all have that the old white Christian people, uh, traditional moralists should be washing the feet of the people who reject that the non-white people the minorities the sexual deviants the you know freaky weirdos like they're they're i guess the good guys um and the christians are the hateful ones for not debasing themselves in front of that that's the message that i get from this obviously Michael Cassidy is the man who now faces a felony hate crime charge for tearing down the satanic display that was put up during Christmas this year. Uh, he says, John 5:14. Afterward, Jesus findeth him in the temple and said to him, said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole. Sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto the, unto thee. Sin no more. Y'all need to be teaching that and repentance. That has 500 at least more likes than the actual video itself, which again just gives you a message of where we are and. and I mean, this is a great example. My, or, uh, yeah, Michael Cassidy and the the satanic display is a wonderful example. You can tear down a, a Christian display and be celebrated for it. You can burn an American flag and be celebrated as a free speech warrior. If you burn an LGBT flag, you can face 15 years in prison. People have been sent to prison for over a decade on hate crime charges for burning an LGBT flag in America. People have been, this guy, Michael Cassidy, is facing a, a hate crime charge, which means that it's, it's an accelerated, advanced charge. It means that not just are you being charged for what you did, but there's an extra couple of years that'll get tacked onto your sentence because it was a hate crime for damaging a satanic temple display. That doesn't have, there's literally not a function in the judicial system or in law to have hate crime put on people who are anti-Christian. Like you can't, under law, Christianity is not a protected status, minority status group. So if you commit a crime against Christians or a crime against white people, there's no hate crime charge that can be added to it. Right? Yeah, Black Lives Matter, right? Uh, um, Enrique Tarrio being sent to prison for burning a Black Lives Matter flag, despite the fact that Black Lives Matter, it was a flag hanging on a church that Black Lives Matter tried to burn down. So Black Lives Matter tries to burn down a church the response is, you people are heroes. Thank God for Antifa. Uh, the church will now hang your banner on its wall. But if you burn that banner, then you get sent to prison for a hate crime. So, again, that's why all of this rings hollow. Christians are not in charge in this country. Christians are not the oppressive group. Christians are not, you know, the ones sending their dissidents to prison for hate crimes. It's not pro 
abortion protesters that are sent to prison. It's the Christians that are sent to prison. It's the Christians that are charged with hate crime for destroying satanic displays. It's Christians that are sent to jail for protesting abortion. So that's where all of this is not just meaningless or pointless, but inverted and the opposite of what the message should be teaching is. Of course, I said pretty sickening to see Christianity used to promote an obviously leftist political message. It cheapens and debases the spiritual significance of Jesus Christ. So I have about four times as many likes on that post than the video itself has likes. So people don't like this. People don't want this. People don't want to be told that being Christian is hateful. They don't want to be told that standing up for your faith is somehow antithetical to your faith. That somehow, in order to express love, you have to debase yourself and allow yourself to be oppressed and abused by people who despise you. Nobody wants that message. Nobody likes that message. Nobody resonates with that message. Certainly not Christians and certainly not non-Christians. Nobody resonates with this message. This is, and it was clearly, it's clearly a leftist propaganda, right? That shouldn't be confusing to anybody. Again, you have people with this like overly generous interpretation where they're like, no, but Jesus was a social justice warrior. It's like, no, he wasn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. He wasn't. If he was, if you want to make that argument, then he was a rebel against the uh, uh, satanically influenced rabbinical leadership of the Jews at the time and the Roman oppression of their subject people under imperialism. So that's not America. America doesn't have either one of the, well, theoretically, America doesn't have either one of those things. And again, the actual story from the Bible was Jesus washing his apostles' feet. An inversion of the master-follower relationship rings pretty hollow when it's American Christians washing the feet of people who walk all over them constantly. Uh, Beardson at Beardson Beardley says Jesus did not tolerate sin. He did not wash the feet of the woman at the well. He reprimanded her and told her the truth. You were committing idolatry by creating a version of Christ in your image, all for the sake of modernism. That has 6,000 likes compared to the less than 2,000 likes on the actual commercial itself. So again, this is about the, the desire to turn Jesus into some sort of leftist idol of debasement. And subjection to the will of non-Christians uh, versus the upholding of Christian beliefs in the face of blatant oppression by a secular, frankly satanic government that we operate under right now. So nobody likes this. Nobody wants this. Christians don't want this. Non-Christians don't want this. Everybody who's worth anything recognizes this. Damani Felder also saying, ah, yes, perverting the biblical message to promote the tolerance of left-leaning degeneracy. Very good. Lucifer is pleased. You have pleased your master, the devil, you fake idolatrous Christians. You know, I think it's a, a good interpretation from Beards and Beardley because he, he sort of get, hits it right on the head. They aren't actually promoting Jesus. They're warping and perverting Jesus into what they want him to be. And the, the political messaging in this is overt. It's over the top. This is politicizing religion in a way that is disgusting and hugely uh, heretical, if not outright blasphemous. So I think we've covered that. I think we've thoroughly destroyed that little piece of propaganda. Hope it's all clear now. 
Uh, we'll go to a uh, parody of this that Devin Stack from Blackpilled put out in just a second. I do want to tell you that Bod Ease is back in stock and 40% off. That's the turmeric supplement. Turmeric has been used as a med- medicinal herb for thousands of years, well recognized for its incredible uh, anti-inflammation properties, and it's been studied with modern science, it's really proven just how effective this all-natural and ancient supplement is. Paired with black pepper, Bodies is a turmeric supplement that takes advantage of the power of turmeric with over 95% of its active ingredients because turmeric contains some of those powerful antioxidants. We decided to pair it together with other powerful ingredients, including five different herbs and extracts for the ultimate boost for you and your family. And again, you can just go look at turmeric supplements on the shelf You'll be lucky if you get like 30% cucurminoids. Uh, we have 95%. Incredibly powerful supplement on sale now at 40% off. Now here is that uh, the remade Super Bowl ad from uh, Devin Stack. child washing the feet of the drag queen debasing himself before the clowns why not wash the feet of the devil why not wash the feet of the demons and the monsters why not show the the nice upstanding americans just serving the specter of death and chaos and misery that despise them might as well right it's not like you're supposed to stand up for anything the enemy doesn't sleep. Black Bill from De- uh, Devin Stack. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I- I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just... A half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work. Just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarsstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today. 
and may the turbo force be with you. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal. We're going to move on to a bunch of other news here. We're also going to open up uh, Twitter Spaces for your comments later in the show. Not sure if we'll take calls or just do. Maybe we'll just do Twitter Spaces today, but we will open that up in just a moment. Just some other news from around the world. Another right-wing victory, not far-right, but center-right victory in uh, European elections. Stubb, elected president in NATO, Finland, vows no relations with Russia until the end of the war. Center-right National Coalition Party leader Alexander Stubb has been elected, new president of Finland, in a vote that marks a new era in the Nordic country. No longer neutral, how a NATO member with a fiercely anti-Russian political class. Stubb narrowly won the election today, defeating Liberal Green Party member Pekka Havisto, who has conceded a defeat. To say that Stubb is pro-European, a strong supporter of Ukraine, and somebody who has taken a tough stance towards Russia is not much, because the same could be said about Hasvisto. Uh, there's no space in contemporary Finnish politics for any nuance when it comes to Russia. Reuters reported, reported he declared himself winner in the runoff vote, securing 51.6% of the votes as 97.97% uh, of ballots had been counted against Havisto's 
uh, 48.4, Justice Ministry showed. In Finland, the president has significant power as head of state overseeing security and foreign policy. This now includes the NATO hardline stance towards Russia, which shares a long border with Finland. NATO is uh, the the main source of contention in Europe today. The NATO chief says Trump's comments on abandoning alliance endangers U.S. and European troops, which is sort of one of the, the brilliant things about starting wars is once you do it, you're committed. You have to keep doing it. So if NATO hadn't aggressively expanded towards Russia multiple times in multiple waves over the last several decades, then there would be no danger. But since they have, there is, right? Since they have aggressed against Russia, since they have backed Russia into a corner, since they have routinely created circumstances in which Russia, for its own survival, had to take military action, now NATO is at risk of all-out conflict. And so it's almost like you have to keep supporting it. That's one of the one of the beautiful things about war from the mindset of psychopathic globalist whose geopolitical constructs are intended to last forever regardless of their usefulness. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg addressed a media conference at NATO headquarters in Brussels earlier this month, and he hit back against any suggestion countries within the alliance would not defend one another after former President U.S. Uh, US President Donald Trump said he would not abide by the collective defense clause at the heart of the alliance of elected. In what would be a stunning abandonment of decades-long core U.S. commitment, Trump, who's running for re-election in November, said during a campaign event Saturday he would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want to any NATO members that doesn't meet spending guidelines and would not offer such country U.S. protection. So again, this goes back to what Trump was saying about NATO six years ago when he was saying you're not paying your fair share saying we have these agreements with nato where everybody is every country is supposed to put forward towards the common defense some percentage of the gdp and none of the european countries are meeting their obligations meaning america is footing the bill for securing all these countries and he's saying if you don't hold up your end of the bargain why should we hold up ours it's called the art of the deal it's called using leverage to get what you're due. So this isn't about abandoning NATO and saying you get to be attacked by anybody for whatever. It's saying if you want us to defend you, you need to uphold your end of the bargain. You're supposed to pay some amount. It's not even a big amount. Like we're paying billions upon billions of dollars to fund and arm NATO for the benefit of these other countries who refuse to give like half of the percent of their GDP towards NATO that they're obligated to under the treaties that they've signed. So, again, this is about the rules-based order being whatever the hell they say, regardless of the rules or not, right? If the rule says, if the rules-based order says countries in NATO have to give this much of their GDP and they're not, and pointing that out is considered dangerous and asking that they actually uphold and adhere to the rules is considered a a threat to them, like that's, it's sort of like the encapsulation of the so-called rules-based order. It means nothing. It means nothing because they get to violate it whenever the hell they want. And if you try to actually uphold the rules-based order, you're the bad guy. In the same way that the rules-based international order under NATO, the NATO agreement, Article 5, says if a NATO member is attacked or somehow damaged by a non-NATO member, it ob- obligates all, all of the other NATO countries are obligated to go to war 
in defense of the country that was attacked. Now, Germany has had its Nord Stream pipeline destroyed by America or, as some people interpret it, by Ukraine. Ukraine's not a NATO member. Germany is. If NATO, if, if Ukraine attacked a NATO country, that should invoke Article 5, just like how the Ukraine bombed Poland by accident and tried to blame it on Russia, but it was turned out obvious that it was Ukraine. Well, wouldn't that be a violation of NATO's sovereignty and activate Article 5 under the rules-based order? But no, when the rules-based order goes against what they want, it's ignored. And this is how the rules-based order really works. And the entire war in Eastern Europe is designed and, and whether it's a in the view of the globalists, just a positive side effect, or whether it's the point, Germany is basically collapsing because of it. The stories in InfoWars. Germany is in really big trouble. Perfect storm of terrible trends paints a bleak picture. Things are not great in Germany. Again, InfoWars.com. A confluence of economic stagnation, high energy prices due to anti-nuclear idiocy, and the highest corporate distress rates in Europe suggest Deutschland is in for a sharp contraction, a sentiment shared amongst fund managers, credit traders, and crestfallen German executives moping around Davos last month, according to Bloomberg. The bad news is continuing to pile up after the economy shrank in the final quarter of last year. Downbeat early surveys for 2024 signal there's little respite ahead. So that's because energy is massively expensive in Germany because of the uh, sanctions on Russia or Russian natural gas that they depend on. Uh, also, the lack and actual purposeful dismantling of the nuclear power grid that came about because Angela Merkel was elected following the Fukushima disaster and promised to dismantle the very effective and efficient uh, nuclear program that Germany once operated under. So, the German economy is being destroyed now as in a supposedly in, in an attempt to mitigate that they've brought in millions upon millions of foreigners from Syria and Turkey and elsewhere. Those foreigners, the vast majority, uh, go on welfare, don't actually have jobs. I think 40 percent of the migrants in Germany actually have jobs. I think 60 percent don't. They live off welfare. So. Obviously, just like it's happening in France, in the UK, in Sweden, in Ireland, and everywhere else, they bring migrants in to prop up the economy as if that's even a good reason, as if that's even a good excuse to replace wholesale the population of your country with foreigners who despise you. It's not, but even if that was a good excuse, it's not actually happening. The economy is getting worse because of the migrants, in addition to the crime and the judicial system getting backed up and the overall general strife that it's creating amongst uh, the population politically, uh, nothing but negatives. So either the people that are running NATO in Germany and carrying out this war in Ukraine are just accidentally destroying their own countries or it's on purpose as part of a wider collapse of the Western world and the uh, former hegemonic superpower America and in Europe, Germany, in order to usher in the alternative, which is BRICS, which is at the end of the day controlled by exactly the same people. So there's that. And again, we're going to uh, continue in the world news. We'll get into what uh, Israel is doing in Rafa. It's 
just gut-wrenching, so stay tuned for that. We'll get into that on the other side. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here, and we'll open up spaces for your input in the third and final hour of this program. Stay tuned. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good. And it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible. And I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information is game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation all three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at infowarsstore.com have you tried taking the real red pill a one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for infowarsstore.com one of the most powerful ingredients in real red pill plus is pregnanolone Pregnenolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and 
zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the Real Red Pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. There's a lot of uh, terrible stories out today. Let's just, go, let's just go through some of them, shall we? In terms of, uh, or in the topic of the invasion, it continues unabated. Bill, Malug- Bill Malugin reports almost 7,000 illegal aliens encountered in one day. The Tucson sector was the highest with 2,500. Seems like every day the story sounds almost the same. Thousands of illegals crossing the border and the mainstream media hardly cares. The reality is this is an everyday occurrence. On Saturday, there was a total of almost 7,000 encounters with illegal aliens at the southern border. Of that, 2,500 were in the Tucson sector in Arizona. A significant portion of the gotaways in this sector are on an Indian reservation land. This area has no wall and zero media access. And it's also a method by which the cartels avoid American law enforcement since the um, since the Indian reservations are uh, under their own administration and are able to keep out the American authorities. The cartels have found them convenient uh, areas to act. TGP reported on Saturday, the Gateway Pundit reported on Saturday that almost 6,700 illegal encounters in one day this past week. Over a thousand of those were in the San Diego sector. Top four countries that these illegals are from is Colombia, China, Brazil, and Mexico. Since Texas Governor Greg Abbott locked down the border in Eagle Pass, illegal aliens and smugglers have simply shifted their locations. Arizona and California are wide open for illegals to cross into the U.S., as the Gateway Pundit reported earlier this month. Thousands of migrants in New York are quietly collecting welfare through a rule change brought about by the Governor Hochul. Hochul administration is quietly using taxpayer dollars to gift cash payments to thousands of migrants who don't qualify for typical welfare assistance. The Post has learned. This is from the New York Post. The cash windfall was made possible by the State Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance, modifying its safety net assistance program's eligibility rules in May to include non-citizens with pending applications for legal Asylum status. So obviously, uh, some people are getting asylum hearings scheduled a decade in advance. Will literally be given a a court day where they say, "Come on into America. You're welcome to stay, and you are now an asylum seeker." Despite not actually fleeing from an oppressive government, despite not actually literally applying for or like qualifying for asylum, but as long as you say that you are. Then we put you in the system, give you a court date that you really don't even have to go to 10 years from now. And until then, uh, you go ahead and collect welfare. 
courtesy of the American taxpayer. The announcement was made through the under-the-radar message the agency sent out to social services agencies across the state. The OTDA declined to reveal how many migrants have received SNA checks, but estimates that 90% of New York's current migrant population won't see additional benefits under the rule change They're already seeing benefits, obviously. With more than 173,000 migrants coming into the Big Apple since spring 2022, if only 10% of those migrants were eligible for SNA payments, the number of recipients could could exceed 17,000 in New York City alone. More than 66 migrants currently remain in the city's care. ODTA spokesman Anthony Farmer uh, insisted SNA payments to migrants are only a small portion of the 4.3 billion Hochul has already set aside to ha- handle the migrant crisis in the absence of new federal aid. So again, just, just a massive, massive nation ending issue that continues to just be facilitated and carried out with the cooperation of the Border Patrol and the people vested with the power to defend us. From Infowars.com, story by Ben Warren, Gaslight Supreme, Mayorkas says we don't bear responsibility for the border crisis. Oh, they don't bear responsibility. But, but, there was somebody in uh, Tennessee, I believe, who apparently said something about using deadly force against the migrants, saying I'm going to go down there and defend the border myself. Uh, He has been arrested and uh, is now facing domestic terrorist charges. So they don't have responsibility. They don't bear responsibility. But also they will throw you in jail if you try to do the job that they are supposed to. On Sunday, Homeland National Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas had the audacity to claim that the Biden administration does not bear responsibility for the border crisis, despite, amongst other things, terminating the national emergency at the southwest border, revoking a Trump-era executive order that was designed to ensure there was meaningful enforcement of U.S. immigration laws, issuing an executive order protecting, protecting DACA recipients, unveiling the U.S. Citizenship Act, which would provide amnesty to millions of illegal aliens in the U.S., demonstrating intent towards rewarding illegal border crossers with a past path to citizenship, and announcing a 100-day moratorium on deportations and immigration enforcement, effectively providing amnesty to criminals and other removable aliens. And that's, again, just the very, very tip of the iceberg. It is a much longer list than that, but that at least is some of the most egregious actions of the people who now completely deny any responsibility whatsoever for what's going on. And since Biden was sworn in as president of January 2021, there have been at least 7 million encounters near the southern border while the government deals with a backlog of more than 3 million asylum cases in U.S. courts. Asylum cases, by the way, I remind you, can be thrown out without prejudice. I mean, just none of these people are actual asylum seekers, which again takes us back to the you know, uh, anti-Christ propaganda that we are just showing and discussing where you've got the suburban housewife washing the feet of the illegal immigrant. And, you know, it is, it's right to, as a Christian on your own volition, not at the behest of a all powerful government, like not, not at the command of a oppressive government forcing you and taking your tax dollars to do it. But as a Christian, you should have charity towards people that are really in distress And as a nation, I think it's a good thing that we can provide a safe harbor for people who are actually fleeing oppression. That's very different than allowing yourself to be taken advantage of by somebody who does not qualify for asylum but is 
exploiting your goodness to illegally take advantage of it. Does anybody get this? Anybody understand the difference between saying, oh, man, that person has cancer. We better, uh, you know, it's it's a, the Christian thing to do to give them charity and to help them versus, oh, this person is pretending to have cancer in order to get funds from the cancer charity. You're saying that's not actually a, a good, beneficent, loving thing to allow somebody to steal from you, to allow somebody to lie to you in order to qualify for benefits they don't actually deserve. That's not a Christian morally upright thing to do. That's not a uh, virtue to be taken advantage of is not a virtue to be abused is not a virtue, but who am I to say I'm not a billionaire with a propaganda outlet that can afford Super Bowl commercials. Uh, meanwhile, from National Pulse, forever chemicals in tap water spread cancer, studies suggest, per and polyfluoral alkyl substance, better known as PFAs or forever chemicals, appear to cause cancer to metastasize, according to a new peer-reviewed study. Forever chemicals are near ubiquitous in non-stick cookware and everyday household items, also present in specialized substances, including the foam used by firefighters, who are at a 21% greater risk of developing colorectal cancer than the general population. Researchers at the Yale School of Public Health have now confirmed exposure to forever chemicals causes colorectal cancer cells cultured in petri dishes to migrate to new locations, indicating they could also cause cancer cells in the body to spread. Even in households where non-stick pans and other items made with PFAs are carefully avoided, almost half of U.S. tap water now contains forever chemicals, and they are detectable in the body of some 97% of Americans, the multinational 3M company agreed to a multi-billion dollar settlement with various states and municipalities last year for its part in contaminating the country's water with forever chemicals. Reminding you once again that Alex Jones was right the entire time, that InfoWars has been right the entire time. And as they make fun of us for selling water filters, it is the water filters that could save you from getting cancer. I'm no doctor. I'm not making a medical claim here. I'm just telling you to protect yourself from the poison that's in the tap water, as we've reported for decades here, been mocked and ignored only for the problem to get to such a point that it's impossible to reverse. And now they're willing to admit that, yeah, they should have been paying attention the entire time. Incredible. Very similar story here. CDC's own scientist found masks ineffective for covid But the agency recommended them anyway. The CDC's own scientists conducted studies showing N95 respirators are no more effective at stopping viruses than surgical masks. Yet the agency issued guidance contradicting those in other studies showing both types of masks are ineffective at stopping the spread of COVID-19, according to an investigation by independent journalist Paul D. Thacker. Uh, Because everything our government says is lies, everything is designed to kill and humiliate us. And uh, more and more people are waking up to it thanks to outlets like InfoWars. Keep us online, keep us on the air, keep us fighting back against these psychopath mass murderers by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Defend yourself and support us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. 
and people can't identify who's a patriot and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com and get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. I, uh, um, anyway, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. I was just thinking, uh, uh, anyway. I, I just, look, I mean, Putin's kleptocracy, uh, uh, yeah, it was in February, February uh, January, after being elected, the late January, early February. He said, uh, it's not, we need, uh, not just, uh, well, I won't go into it. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. Uh, I, uh, for two reasons. One, to, it's an impact. An impact the decades have been making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction the, uh, with, with, with the Department of, uh, uh, with, from, from, uh, uh, Char- excuse me, from Charlotte, one, uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you, uh, um, like to be able to, Anyway, the idea that um, 
and 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 Joan, Shingang, I'm going to pass by, Shanga, but uh, there's you know there to be you know beginning uh, this effort uh, and uh, and uh, I want you to know that uh, I want to thank you as well for uh, with the nature not. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was gonna put him in a foot. foot. Look. A solid meeting with, um, with uh, the uh, Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? From the, uh, 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 excuse me, they also increase corporate uh, growth. They make a very good point. Here's the deal. 59000000 billion less. My plan is to make concrete, concrete. I know, I know President, uh, excuse me, the... Um, Leading, leading tech companies like Anthropic. I'm going to mispronounce. How can you try? The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. By the end of a governing crisis, uh, it's time to end it. these constant. Because that's why we can't let, well, uh, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago. I'll never forget. I won't go into that. Anyway, I, I, I just think that uh, president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, Florida small business winner, most powerful winner, person in the free world, business week winner, literal brain dead puppet. This is a five-minute compilation by the uh, RNC. You could do. You could. You could have three hours of this. He never says anything that makes any sense. Thirty-three. Just complete insanity, folks. I'm firing up the Twitter Spaces right now. Go ahead and log on to Twitter and follow me at Harrison H Smith to join the space and call in this hour. We'll be right back. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller. Because people loved it so much, they had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boosts. It costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. 
Infowarstore.com. Nitric Boost finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the third hour of the American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video, Infowars.com forward slash show. This is how you can share the stream. We are also live now on Twitter Spaces. Welcome to everybody joining us there. Please share the, share the link to the Spaces. Go ahead and comment. The more you comment, like, and just respond to things on Spaces, the more people it gets spread out to. And if you want to join us and speak out on the spaces please do send a request to speak and if you will put a comment in the twitter spaces uh, to let us know what you want to talk about and we'll bring you up here this hour so again at harrison h smith at infowars is also co-hosting so you can find the spaces on that profile but a welcome to everybody on twitter spaces and we'll go out to your phone calls here momentarily hopefully my voice is coming through loud and clear and we'll uh, we'll do this again, yet again, combining Twitter with radio. And we've got a big 20-minute commercial-free segment here. And let's get into what happened while we were all being psyoped watching the Super Bowl. Let's get into, well, let's get into what Israel was up to, shall we? From Al Jazeera, the aftermath of Israeli strikes on Rafah. They say at least 67 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli attacks on Gaza's southern city of Rafah as strikes hit houses and mosques. At least 67 people were killed in air raids in the overcrowded city of Rafah, according to a statement from the Hamas-run territory's Ministry of Health. The pre-dawn strikes on Monday hit 14 houses and three mosques in three different part or in different parts of the city. In the south of the enclave, the Hamas government reported, the Israeli military said it conducted a series of strikes on terrorist targets in the area of Shabora in southern Gaza Strip. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told U.S. broadcaster ABC News that the Rafah operation will continue until Hamas was eliminated, adding he would provide safe passage to civilians wishing to leave, which again is, is odd because Rafah was one of the safe zones that was designated as an area to which civilians could flee. And the entire city is basically filled with uh, tents as it is a refugee camp, essentially. And it is that tent city that has now been bombed by Israel in yet another horrifying escalation of the genocidal campaign in Gaza. Clip number six, we can actually see the safe zone tent camp that was bombed uh, in Rafah yesterday. Some of the images coming out of Rafa, I cannot show you, will not subject you to. They are probably the most horrifying and gruesome of the entire five-month conflict there, four-month conflict there. Literally, just literally piles of body parts, bodies of children just absolutely shredded to pieces. Just horror beyond description. And at this point, it's almost it's almost expected. The world seems almost inured to it, used to it by this point. 
The Israeli military announced early on Monday that two people had been rescued in Rafah after nearly 130 days in captivity. So I guess uh, I guess it's all worth it. Now, obviously, there were negotiations to release these hostages. Anyway, those were refused. They chose instead to kill a bunch of women and children first. In a statement, the Army identified the two as Fernando Simon Marmon and Louis Har, saying they were kidnapped by Hamas terrorist organization on October 7th from kibbutz near Yitzhak. Both were in good medical condition, it added. About 1.4 million Palestinians have been crowded into Rafah, with many living in tents, while food, water, and medicine are becoming increasingly scarce. The precarious humanitarian situation in Rafah is prompted aid groups and foreign governments, including Israel's key ally, the United States, to express deep concern over the potentially disastrous consequences of expanding operations there. Now, nothing has actually been done to attempt to mitigate the operations. There has been no forceful action taken by any allies to actually stop Israel from doing this, but they do assure us that they are are deeply concerned. They're deeply concerned as they sit back and do nothing watching this literal genocide take place live on camera. It is horrifying. Now, I'll actually read the uh, Hamas statement. So that was the Israeli version of the story, basically, uh, targeting Hamas, uh, you know, doing this, this very careful mass bombing campaign of the refugee camps. I don't know. Do tents have basements? Maybe, maybe the tent, maybe Hamas is in the basements of the tents that were set up. Who am I to say? But that was the Israeli version. Here's the Hamas version. Uh, Hamas official statement on Super Bowl massacre in Rafah. They say the Nazi occupation army's attack on the city of Rafah tonight, which my God, can we please, please, can we stop calling everyone Nazis for the love of God? But okay. The Nazi occupation army's attack on the city of Rafah tonight and its horrific massacres against defenseless citizens and uh, defenseless civilians and displaced children, womenly, women and the elderly, which have claimed the lives of more than 100 martyrs so far, is considered a continuation of the genocidal war and the attempts at forced displacement it is waging against our Palestinian people. The army's terrorist, the army, te- the enemy's terrorist army's attack on the city of Rafah is a combined crime, a continuation of the genocidal war, and an expansion of the scope of massacres it's committing against our people. Given the tragic condition of this uh, that the city is experiencing due to the accumulation of nearly 1.4 million citizens in it and the transformation of its streets into camps for the displaced, living in extremely difficult and cruel conditions as a result of the lack of basic necessities of life, Netanyahu's terrorist government and his Nazi army ignored the decisions of the International Court of Justice that were issued two weeks ago and approved urgent measures that include halting any steps that, be con- that could be considered acts of genocide. The American administration and President Biden personally bear full responsibility with the occupation government for this massacre because of the green light they gave Netanyahu yesterday and the open support they provide him with money, weapons, and political cover to continue the war of extermination and massacres. We call on the League of Arab, Arab States, the Organization of Islamic Cooperation, and the United Nations Security Council to take urgent and serious action to stop the Zionist aggression and the ongoing crimes of genocide against the defenseless civilians of the Gaza Strip. And as I said, the videos and images coming out of this are really beyond description and uh, horrifying beyond belief. Oh, well, we'll have to, we'll have to, I just got delivered a, an urgent message. We'll get to that in just a second. It has to do with the identity of the shooter at Lakewood Church in Houston yesterday. But uh, yeah, we have some some videos uh, having to do with what's going on 
in Israel. One of the reasons that Israel may be so desperate to wrap things up in Gaza, unwilling to slow the operation down to any degree or find some sort of diplomatic or negotiated settlement to return the uh, hostages, uh, maybe because of the desperation that Israel is feeling in the north of their country as Hezbollah and the Radwan uh, troops have driven everybody out of the entire north of Israel. We'll go now to clip number nine, the state of total panic on the northern front, which again may explain why they are uh, carrying out such brutal and horrifying attacks to the south. Uh, let's go now to clip number nine. Read along here. It says, we do not need protection or concrete walls. We want security and to experience the sense of it. Let us never forget that the Radwan force is on its way to Shimona. Pay attention. We are being removed from our homes. The Radwan forces are on the hills controlling us. They kicked us out. They are managing us. So Radwan is uh, Hezbollah. I tell the Minister of Defense again, to this extent, things are serious. The residents of the North will not return after the war ends. The residents of the North know exactly what they want. The residents of the North will not risk themselves or their children for the sake of returning. We will not return to the North uh, for Radwan forces there, the settlers exclaimed. So Netanyahu and his army, who are drowned in defeat in Gaza, tried to tempt them with compensation, fortifications, and reports which speak of the Radwan forces withdrawing in order to relieve the settlers, but all in vain. For there is no security, no remain, no return, and no life. So who are they calling for? So, again, they're desperate. Uh, the Netanyahu government trying everything they can to incentivize people to return to the north, but they're saying, no, we're not going to do that, not until you give Lebanon the Gaza treatment. So they're trying to wrap up things in Gaza, I, I suppose, you know, my own interpretation, so that they can turn their gaze to the north and uh, take on Hezbollah and Lebanon. How this proceeds from here, anybody, anybody can guess. We can go now to uh, clip number eight, uh, just to illustrate again, just the horrifying nature of the extermination campaign currently being carried out. This is not exactly up for debate. I mean, we can see the images. They're continuous. They're horrifying. They are beyond description. Uh, and they're being encouraged and exacerbated by the most extreme members of uh, the Israeli intelligentsia and government. We can go now to clip number eight. This was a debate on Israeli TV about the uh, genocidal nature of the attacks in Gaza. Let's go now to clip number eight, and we'll read along. Says, we will not leave Gaza. You will die. You will starve, and your homes will be burned. Your children will live in tents from mud and nylon until the last hostage is returned. Yes, we announce this. We will take your lands. We will take your lands and build settlements on it. And, uh, then they will realize we won over them. They don't care about homes, deaths, only land. A big uh, applause there from the audience. I don't feel sorry for Gazans. I don't think there should be a person in the state of Israel that should feel sorry on those Gazans. Not for the elderly, not for the youth, and not for children. People of Gaza, for me, let them starve to death. I don't give a blank. Why should I care about the people of Gaza? 
Well, because they're human beings and children and women, but maybe that's asking too much. So again, just horrifying, just absolutely uh, evil in in corporeal form. Hard to understand how this can continue going on with the entire world having uh, first-person views of the horrors. Again, if you want to see it yourself, you can go on Twitter. The images are everywhere. I'm not going to play them here because... They're gruesome beyond description. I mean, honestly, horrifying. And uh, I mean, I guess it would go, I guess it would go a long way in actually sort of getting across what exactly is happening here. I uh, just put in a video. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can show this. It's it is horrifying. It absolutely is. But uh, it at least is is maybe less bloody than some of the others. It is of a um, mother and child who have been. Uh, injured by snipers and uh, other Gazans sort of desperately trying to rescue them uh, but not being able to actually go out and help them because they themselves will be killed by the snipers so they're they're using lassos to try to try to get the bodies uh, that are laying there in the street again they they can't actually go out and grab the bodies because the snipers will kill anybody trying to help them so they're actually trying to lasso the uh injured and lifeless bodies of uh, the mother and the little baby who's uh who's sort of twitching on the ground so just just you know what just one of the images coming out and there you see the sniper bullets uh ricochet around uh, snipers have also uh, been carrying out attacks at the uh, hospital there in rafa and this just goes on and on and on with no end in sight and it is, at the end of the day, sort of our fault because it is America that's giving them the diplomatic and military cover to carry out this horrifying ongoing massacre that just won't end. We'll see if there's any live updates here and then go out to spaces. Israel's war on Gaza live. Rafa bombarded as Israel plans ground assault. They say at least 67 Palestinians were killed in Israeli air and sea attacks in Rafa early on Monday, according to the health ministry there. The Israeli army says it rescued two captives. Uh, from a house in Rafa's Shabura neighborhood overnight. Uh, ceasefire has to be achieved as soon as possible. This is WHO uh, surgeon, so that guy, obviously an anti-Semitic terrorist sympathizer. Uh, EU's foreign policy chief suggests U.S. rethink military aid to Israel. U- U- EU foreign policy chief Joseph Borrell has made a thinly veiled call to the U.S. to rethink its military aid to Israel due to a high number of civilian casualties in the war on Gaza. And just understating everything tremendously. Israel's Herzog, uh, Palestine's, Palestine's state to attend a Munich security conference. Israel President Isaac Herzog and Palestinian Prime Minister Mohad Mohammed Shate shall, uh, will attend the Munich security conference later this week, according to the events chairman Christoph Huskin. Uh, Biden is apparently angry with Netanyahu, but no change on Gaza policy. The U.S. outlet NBC News has reported, citing anonymous sources, that Biden has become increasingly frustrated with Netanyahu, disparaging him as an a-hole in private conversations. In recent weeks, a number of media reports have suggested the U.S. president is running out of patience with Israeli prime minister over his rejection of the two-state solution, the way the Israel is conducting the war on Gaza. So, okay. After four months of just relentless mass murder, he's like, I'm getting sick of this. You can kill a couple hundred thousand more, but then I'm really going to put my foot down and stop 
funding and supporting you. But they're not. But that's but it's going to continue. They say, however, such frustrations has yet to result in decreased Washington support for the Israelis' war in Gaza, which is largely reliant on weapons supplied by the U.S. The U.S. has also offered Israel uh, diplomatic support at international forums. Biden, who's been facing criticism from progressives and Arab American groups for his support of the war, is working with Congress to to secure at least 14 billion in additional aid for Israel. So you I'm getting sick of this. I'm at the end of my rope. You've massacred civilians for four months straight. Here's fourteen billion dollars. But I'm but I'm serious this time. You're kind of a jerk. Enjoy the free money. Have fun killing the innocent people. Really shocking stuff. Of course, all this is happening uh, with an absence of a secretary of defense here in America. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin uh apparently has a bladder issue and is back in the hospital so there's some sort of deputy running things in the meantime which is which is nice and of course it was yesterday during super bowl sunday that the senate advanced 95 billion dollars in aid to ukraine israel and taiwan including that 14 billion uh for israel so you know even if it's true that biden is considering possibly eventually maybe standing up to the Israeli massacre. The Congress is just going to vote him the money anyway. So, you know, he can try to stop that money from going, but uh, maybe in that case, they'll actually give him the, give him the uh, Trump treatment, kind of like when Trump tried to withhold the military aid from Ukraine. And uh, maybe Biden will be impeached if he actually goes through with that. So that's what's happening while everybody was distracted by the Super Bowl. And everything is just uh, getting worse with no end in sight. With that, we can go out to uh, some of the. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, this uh, breaking news that the crew brought me. Now, I don't know if anybody else had this thought yesterday when we heard that a shooter and a female shooter at that had shot up a church in Houston, Texas, but the shooter has now been identified. And was anybody else expecting this result? Lakewood church shooter identified as transgender, legal name Janice Moreno, but went by the name Jeffrey. So yet another trans shooter shooting up yet another church here in America as the mental illness continues on. So here you can see... Mug shots. Uh, so clearly a person who's uh, been in trouble before. Clearly a woman back in t- 2010, but now goes by the name of Jeffrey and is a transgender. So uh, criminal uh, criminal record going back to 2005, arrested again in 2009. More mug shots in March and November in 2010. So a trans repeat criminal has now been identified as the shooter of the Lakewood Church in Houston. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not psychic or anything, but everybody knew that this would be the case, right? Women, women shooters aren't very common, women mass shooters, uh, but recently all of the women have either been transgender men or transgender women, uh, shooting up churches and Christian schools. Uh, 
as again the anti-Christian mental illness has the full support of America's cultural institutions. And so again, the the result of this, this is in Lakewood Church, Joel Olstein's church in Houston, Texas. My stomping grounds, by the way, less than two miles away from where I grew up and probably a place that I've spent more time than almost anywhere else in Houston as Lakewood Church uh, used to be the summit and uh, was right across the street from a shopping center that would shut down at 5 o'clock p.m. And so as a high schooler, you could go there and do whatever the hell you wanted, and it was very fun. So I'm very, very, very familiar with it. Actually, my dad was stuck in traffic, traffic caused by this mass shooting. I sent him the text, or I sent him the, the tweet when it first broke, mass, or, you know, live shooter at Lakewood Church. He was like, oh, I'm glad you sent me that. I was wondering what the hell was going on. They wouldn't let me exit my normal exit. So uh, hitting home for me, the mass shooting, you know, anti-Christian transgender menace comes home. The armed woman who was between the ages of uh, 30 and 35 years entered the Lakewood Church in Houston just before 2 p.m. local time alongside a five-year-old boy who was critically wounded in the shootout with police. A 57-year-old man who's not believed to be involved in the incident was also shot but is in stable condition. And as of this report from ABC News, I don't know if there's any updates to this, but the suspect was gunned down by two off-duty officers who were working security at the church. She was pronounced dead at the scene. And the injured child may have been shot by police, but we don't know that. We're not sure. When asked if the responding officer shot the child, the police chief told reporters he didn't know, but added, if it was, unfortunately, and that female, that suspect, put the baby in danger, I'm not going to put the blame on her. Or I am going to put the blame on her, rather. The suspect claimed to have a bomb, but no explosives were found by police, according to uh, the police chief, Finner. She had a long gun, and it could have been a lot worse, Finner said during a press conference on Sunday. So that shooter has now been identified as a transgender shooter, yet another. I really wonder if more transgender people are killed in a year in America or if they kill more people. Because we always hear about how trans people are are just being massacred here in America. But it turns out that they actually do a lot of the killing themselves. A lot of the mass shooting that's taken place has been uh, against Christian institutions by transgender people recently. This would be an issue if anybody in power actually cared about American Christians. Uh, so with that, we got to go to commercial break here. Quick commercial break. Stay tuned. If you're on Spaces, send a request. We'll open up uh, for your comments on the other side. Uh, just stay tuned. We'll be right back. Quick commercial break. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. Bod Ease is now on sale at 40% off, back in stock. Incredibly powerful turmeric supplement. Find out what it can do for you. It's one of my favorite products, honestly. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at Infowarsstore.com, then... I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. 
nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body, vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at Point Blank Range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. A lot of listeners have complained in the last two years that our amazing high-quality coffee has not been available. And that's because the prices went up too high for the raw beans and the quality had gone down some. I turned down so many companies that wanted to work with us. But now we have brought back the coffee and it's even better from a national supplier that's veteran-owned and veteran-operated. It's powered by the company Minuteman Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best-tasting, best-smelling, strongest coffee that I have ever drank. It is game-changing. All you got to do is buy a bag of it and try it. I know you're going to be hooked, which will then fund your operation a 360 win. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for Escape to Prison Planet Light Roast. That's the strongest. The amazing Medium Roast Wig of America. And finally, the best-tasting Dark Roast Tip of the Spear, now exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com. Get your coffee now. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new faster absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal simulcasting on Bandai Video and Forest.com. Of course, it's live on Rumble, broadcasting over the airwaves on radio and on Twitter spaces. We've got a couple requests, and some people already made speakers, so we'll invite you to uh, take yourselves live here in, in just 
a second. I know we I know we just finished talking about uh what was happening in in Rafa, but just while I was on the commercial break there, I was looking at some of the other updates, descriptions of of what took place there. Again, it really is hard to describe just how just how horrific the entire thing is. UK Foreign Secretary David Cameron has called on Israel to halt its current military strategy following its overnight's attacks on Rafah, as he reiterated calls for pause in the fighting that could lead to a permanent ceasefire, saying we're very concerned about the situation and we want Israel to stop and think very seriously before it takes any further action. But above all, what we want is an immediate pause in the fighting. We want a pause to lead to a ceasefire, he said. So yet again, more um, impotent jawing from the West who have done nothing to mitigate any of Israel's actions over the last four months. UK sanctions for Israeli settlers over violence against Palestinians. UK has imposed sanctions on four extremist Israeli settlers accused of committing human rights abuses against Palestinians in the occupied West Bank following a similar move by the U.S. earlier this month. UK government on Monday said the individuals threatened and perpetuated acts of aggression and violence against Palestinians. The measures were taken under the UK's global human rights sanctions regime. I'm in trouble here. I don't know, slight technical difficulties. We'll try to reconnect the... Uh, Computer there, hopefully that fixes it a little bit. Palestinians recount Israeli operation that killed dozens in Rafah as jubilation has overtaken Israel after, after the release of two captives overnight. Palestinians in Rafah recount a night of horror and devastation. 40 day Majad al Afifi is uh, 40 day old. Okay, so a 40-day-old child is around 100 people killed by Israeli forces overnight in Rafah, according to the health ministry in Gaza. His uncle recounted what happened. We heard bombing without warning. Said Alhams, 26, told the agency France Press News Agency in the uh, Rafa refugee camp. His nephew, a twin, was born exactly 40 days ago and was killed while their mother was wounded. Dozens of Israeli strikes pounded Rafa, where 1.4 million have sought refuge during four months of Israel's war in Gaza. The situation was hell, said Abu uh, Sahib, who was sleeping dozens of meters from was from where Israeli forces struck, we heard the sound of explosions like hell falling down on civilians. Uh, dozens of people were reported killed in Israel's operation for the two hostages rescued in Rafah, as witnesses recount the night as terrifying. Israeli snipers have killed seven people and wounded 14 on the premise of Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus, Gaza's health ministry says. So that's what I was mentioning earlier, the um, snipers. Uh, targeting the hospital. Israeli security forces have arrested at least 35 Palestinians in the occupied West Bank and East Jerusalem since Sunday night. Israel PM Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel will press for the Rafah offensive to free more captives from Gaza. Israel has called on United Nations relief agencies to help with its efforts to evacuate civilians from Gaza war zones before the Rafah occupation. Netanyahu uh, expected to use captive release mi- release mission to justify Rafah invasion. The captive l- release operation in Rafah is hailed in Israel as a massive success, the rescue mission, even though there were 67 Palestinians who were killed as a result of the diversion bombardment. After this operation, Netanyahu reiterated that military pressure is the only way to win the war and bring back the captives. Rafah mission once again showed what damage and death the Israelis are willing to inflict to get some of their military goals accomplished. Netanyahu is surely going to use this operation to justify the ground offensive on Rafah. He says there are captives there and the army has to go in. 
The UNRWA reports, that's a refugee agency, reports outbreaks of hepatitis A, alarmingly high rates of diarrhea in Rafah. Thomas White, the Gaza chief of United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees, has said the agency has seen alarmingly high rates of diarrhea, which can be deadly if there's not enough clean water in addition to outbreaks of hepatitis A, saying, quote, these are the results of a million people jammed into a pretty small area without access to sanitation, White said, adding that the conditions in Rafah are grim. Hundreds of thousands of people are digging a hole in the sand adjacent to where they're living, and that's where they're defecating. He said, as an Israeli invasion of Rafah becomes imminent, White warned of the reality of having a million people move in the Gaza Strip into areas that are not set up to accommodate them. Many of them will have to leave the shelters they've constructed here in Rafah. We will have hundreds of thousands of people living in the open again. Uh, we also have, uh, yeah, the sanctions. Israel's war on Gaza to continue until total victory over Hamas, Netanyahu to uh, the Dutch leader, Root. Uh, Gaza, uh, the gates of hell opened suddenly in Rafah last night. Al Jazeera common, uh, contributor Ahmed Abdul Mosin described the moments Israeli forces launched strikes on Rafah overnight. The screaming and wailing nearly drowned out the warplanes, covered the sky, dropping barrages in a fiery belt that crushed the bodies of the displaced in their tents. About 20 minutes of explosions lit the night like something from an artificial Hollywood film. The displaced and injured fled en masse from the, uh, to the Kuwaiti hospital. Uh, that's where the sniping was taking place. Uh, the only one open in the Shabora area. A doctor in the hospital helped a child who was taking his last breath to utter the final prayer. And, uh, yeah, Palestinians do not know where to go after Israelis' overnight attack on Rafah. The Israeli forces used excessive firepower in the captive rescue operation that took place in the beating heart of Rafah overnight. People were terrified. They didn't know where to go. Families were running in the middle of the street looking for a place safe from Israeli bombardment. The attack was beyond comprehension. The sound of Israeli fighter jets and surveillance drones was heard all over the region with explosions shaking all residential buildings in the Rafah district. People here are fearful that this might be repeated tonight with some families looking for a new place to seek refuge away from the unrelenting Israeli bombardments. People do not know where to go. They have no homes and no hope of remaining safe. So really kind of horrifying. 11 uh, rights groups urge EU countries to publicly support the ICJ provisional measures, uh, which were, of course, issued as a result of the uh, genocide trial that uh, Israel is found liable on. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything because, you know, we have a international rules-based order that can be ignored by certain actors if they feel like it. There's also an interesting event where the UNRWA was accused by Israel of having Hamas actors in it. They didn't provide any proof or evidence of that, but they did state it. And so a bunch of the countries that support the refugee agency uh, withdrew support. One of them that didn't withdraw support was Belgium. They basically said you, you, you have to provide evidence and, uh, you haven't, so until you do, we're going to continue to support the refugee agency. And perhaps in response to that, uh, a, a Belgian building was actually bombed by Israel and uh, completely flattened. And now uh, Belgium is protesting that, essentially. There was a story here. If I can just find it, I can read it to you. Belgium receives no clarification from Israel on Gaza building bombing. A building hosting the Belgian Agency for Development Cooperation in Gaza was destroyed in suspected Israeli strikes in Gaza City two weeks ago. Attacks on civilian infrastructure breached the principle of international humanitarian law. All parties must adhere to it. Belgium's foreign minister, Hadja Labib, told uh, said on X after the attack, the ministry has spoken to the Israeli ambassador who promised 
an investigation at the time. Belgium's Minister of Co- uh, Development Cooperation, Caroline Genitz, said today that they still have not received a response from Israel. So, again, Belgium said, no, we're not going to withdraw support for the refugee agency. And in response, the Belgian Agency for Development Cooperation building in Gaza was uh, leveled by Israel. Uh, so with that, let's uh, go to some of the speakers here in spaces. Uh, Derelict Republic seems like you're already a speaker. If you want to go ahead and take yourself live, we have about a minute left in this segment, and uh, we'll we'll carry you over into the next. So if you can go ahead. Harrison, my How man. You How you doing? I'm good, man. Good morning. Good morning. Um, long-time follower, long-time listener, long-time supporter. Um, I don't know how to follow after all of that uh, ultra-depressing, sad Yeah, state sorry. Of- sorry I'm about sorry. that. <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, basically, you know, I just wanted to touch briefly on the Alex Jones, David Icke, and AI simulation technocratic crap. Okay, good. Elon Musk thing. We'll tell you what. Uh, um, hold, hold on to that thought. It's a good, yeah. good little, good little tease. We'll be back on the other side. We got to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be back in about two minutes, and uh, I want to hear your breakdown, at derelict republic, on the uh, yeah, the big David Ike, uh, Elon Musk, Alex Jones confab that uh, took place on Friday. Stay tuned. Out through spaces on the other side. We'll hear from as many of you as we possibly can. Don't go anywhere. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taking place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around. This stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar Store. Please go to InfoWarStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com. 
or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself to the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We go straight out to the spaces today. Derelict Republic at Revanon 1776. Once comment about the debate that took place on Friday, Alex Jones and uh, David Icke. What was your take on that, Derelict? Thanks for uh, holding over and go ahead and take yourself live. You're welcome. Um, uh, my take on it is uh, I was a little irritated and I'm just. Long story short, um, I was actually brought up to be a speaker in that space, and I was pretty jazzed to be able to talk to David. Um, David had earlier brought up a point that Elon Musk's X-Corp um, has 95 shareholders, and oddly enough, those shareholders, their names are redacted. Hmm. So I was looking forward to touching on my personal gut feeling about x i i personally think it's a little bit of a honeypot but we're not going to get into that i just um you know when adrian Dittman hit the space there was this bewitchment that happened and i feel like alex kind of got bewitched dude took over the whole space and he was pushing this ai technocrat you know merging of machine and human and I'm totally not on board with that. I'm a Christian man myself. Um, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Matt Baker for having the testicular fortitude <laughs> when um, not Elon happened to put Alex on hold. I don't know. Did, did, did you listen to that part where he's uh, like, oh, hold on a minute. I got to be honest. I was I was traveling while it took place. I was traveling all weekend, so I, I haven't even had a chance to watch it yet. I, I will watch it after the show today, and and everybody here can watch it at Band yeah. Video. But I actually haven't. I followed a little bit of it on Twitter, but no, I was um I was driving all weekend, so I didn't actually have a chance to watch it yet. So that's why I wanted to hear okay. what what your yeah, what your so, interpretation of it was. Yeah, it was just uh, it was. It was weird, man. I mean, um, I think it's Jason Burmis actually did a video, short video over the weekend touching on it. And 
if you noticed, as soon as the space ended, Adrian Dittman automatically went in and started his own space. So a lot of the large accounts that happened to be listening in the space during the David Icke interview and then when Alex finally went live, this Adrian Dittman basically took over because he sounded like Elon Musk. And everybody's like, well, what the heck's going on? Oh, okay. Are you actually Elon? Right. So when he opened up his own space after Alex's space had ended, I, I went in there and kind of gave it a listen. And I couldn't help but think that this dude actually wasn't saying any of this stuff. I think it was like just AI responses on a computer using Whoa. an Elon Musk computer program. And like I said, Jason Burmis, give that a look. He did a little video on that. I just, uh, I don't know, man. All this right, whole yeah. AI thing and this. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's make, it makes it to where you you can't know anything anymore. You, we don't know what's true and what's you what's not. What's it's trust. yeah, very very bizarre. Well, I'll, I'll have to check it's it out. Scary, bro. I'll check out uh, Jason yeah. Burmis's uh, too. Thank you very much for that, derelict republic. Thank you, uh, thank you. Uh, Jason Lowe. Hello. I see is also a speaker. Jason Lowe, welcome to the space, sir. You uh, feel free to take yourself live. This is AI, Jason Lowe. By the way. <laughs> oh no. They've got, they got him. They got MAGA Titan. Dang it. Titan of Liberty. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's no poem today. Uh, so, oh. so I just want to say, uh, this is a, this is a new Twitter account. So if you follow me before, you guys can follow me again. Uh, they just released a new song called They Want War. So check it out. Um, and I just want to say, is anyone really surprised that the Chiefs won? After all of the hype with the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and Taylor Swift's relationship, the propaganda of the double jab started immediately. I don't know if you've seen the commercials with Travis yeah. Kelsey. He started doing these commercials promoting the double jab. And, you know, that's just taking the COVID-19 death jab and the flu shot at the same time. So how many young athletes look up to this guy and now they will say, hey, I need to get double jabbed. And so I can be safe like Travis. And why would he promote something that would hurt? me or end my career before it even starts right. you know so jason um, jason do you, do you think the nfl is rigged a lot of people posting uh that the nfl is rigged and, and a total scam i I'd ne i you know i'd heard that a little bit years before but like in the last two years it's like a major talking point that the nfl is completely rigged and the the games are rigged the outcome is rigged what do you think you think it is you think this is all a, a big show well i think uh greg reese posted uh something uh, a, a, a screenshot of how like all of these like from 2020 to 2024 and this is when COVID started in 2020 how not just football like all of the like college football hockey basketball like it just shows like how some of the stats and the winners are all the same like right. from that year to this year um, but I gotta say yeah. the Chiefs were uh, given a the Chiefs were given a fresh set of downs or a free first down on their last drive with under two minutes left in the game. And to me, that's obviously rigging the game because how can the referees, the coaches, and all the people in control of the game clock miss that? Hmm. Well, know? yeah, so, I know. And, and I know that. I, I don't know for sure. The idea is that, you know, the, uh, the, fo the football, whatever, the NFL is – Sports entertainment, which is the same thing that professional wrestling is is listed under. So legally, they could rig games, and it wouldn't be a, a violation of their you know uh, designation as a sports league. It's sports entertainment, so it's whatever's entertaining is what they want to do best. So I don't know. I don't know. I think it, I think yeah, it could I mean, be rigged. Well, I, 
Well, uh, Obama, you know, and his domestic propaganda bill was was passed. So, you know, everything is is pretty much rigged at this point. And everything it just is fake like, and rigged. Oh, and Usher's, Usher's uh, singing Let It Burn in the middle of the halftime show. It's like, yeah, just let it burn, you know. Um, but I do have to say the uh, commercials were crazy. I'm glad that you, you know, clarified that, you know, what whose feet Jesus really, you know, was washing. Right. Not, yeah. Not the sinners. Yeah. His own, his own followers. And Biden should be washing Trump's feet. So I made a meme (laughs) posted on Twitter. Oh, (laughs) Lord. During all of that, of course, the Senate passed a $95 billion genocide bill Mm, for new wars. Giveaway. And, uh, you know, they don't want yep. to secure our border, but of course they're going to gladly send billions to secure others overseas. And, uh, you know, I think speaking of the border manufactured crisis, the terrorist attack, whether it's a false flag against patriots or a jihadi attack will be used to lock up patriots and to initiate the beginning of real ID and the American social credit score, which will implement Chinese style facial recognition and more egregious laws that violate the rights of all Americans. Patriot Act 2.0, if you will. And one more point. Tucker Carlson interviewed um, the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, or I guess that's how you say it. I think it's important to watch that because he actually admits that it's a spiritual war and that DNA is tied to the mRNA vaccine. And, and you know, Tucker asked him questions, uh, can that change your personality, how you think? So I think there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, that we need to look into. And I just, it's good to talk to you again, Harrison. You know, you're, you're a great host. You've been killing it. And, uh, I love all you guys out there, all the info warriors and just keep it up and keep your eyes open. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Always wonderful hearing from you. Uh, fantastic stuff. We have time for at least one more. Let's go to, uh, Timothy Lasley. You've been made, uh, the speaker. Thank you for coming in. Uh, Timothy, go ahead and yeah, you're on the air. I just want to make it short and sweet. Uh, basically the only people in charge are the ones that are running the television because it seems as the bread and circus is now the, the ruling, it's the ruling class of the United States. I mean, everybody's talking about what happened and I'm super glad that I didn't watch it because just seeing some of the stuff on Twitter, I felt corrupted right. just watching a little bit of the, the madness. I felt like slightly like it was like overtaking me. So I'm glad that I avoided it. And also I just want to say that dis- disavow Israel should be trending. 24-7. Thanks a lot, guys. God bless. Well, thank you so much, uh, Timothy. Fantastic stuff, as always. Let's go ahead and bring up uh, Clown Car. Clown Car, NYC, regular caller to the program. Uh, well, you're going to go ahead and connecting if you want to take yourself live whenever you like. We only have about a minute left in the show, so I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. It's the only way that we get support and can carry out these conversations. Body Ease is back in stock and 40% off right now. That's the incredibly powerful turmeric extract uh, fantastic stuff. Looks like Clown Car is having a little bit of trouble connecting, so we may not uh, be able to go to you today. We'll start the spaces a little bit earlier tomorrow uh, so we can get more people in and more people in this conversation. Uh, but thank you to everybody who joined us on Spaces. We're going to close out uh, the space here in just a second, but there will probably be a new one for the Alex Jones Show, if I had to guess. And uh, I encourage you to join us tomorrow and request to speak so I can uh, bring you up again. If you don't request, I can't uh, see you. Simon from Florida, I know I see you requested. Well, please join us uh, tomorrow because, again, we only have about 30 seconds left. And... Uh, I know you always have uh, valuable information, but that's the other beautiful thing about Spaces. If you go to Spaces, follow me at Harrison H. Smith, but also you can 
very easily access and follow so many of the regular callers that we have, like Simon from Florida, at Simon from Flory 2, who's always posting fantastic uh, news from all around the world that you don't see in mainstream media. So it's a great way to connect people in the information sphere, in the information war, so we can all support each other, follow each other, repost each other's stuff, circumvent the censorship, overwhelm the restrictions, and get this information out that could frankly save the world. Again, support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies, turmeric supplement back in stock. Join us tomorrow on Spaces. We'll open it up a little bit earlier. And stay tuned for the Alex Jones Show starting in about 90 seconds. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillators, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. I talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at Infowars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life all at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you have been seeing this transition, 